Ah, look at that. The weather has broken. It's finally warm out. And of course, we have the rain. What do you expect? This is Maryland. But we also know that with that rain, that means the grass grows and everything else. And I'm going to tell you, there's a service I use, and they do an awesome job on my yard. Uh, they sit there, do the lawn mowing for me. They also do landscaping, mulching. They do a little bit of everything, and that's green machine lawns. And green machine lawns will come out and take care of you as well. Give them a call at 443 443- 863-YARD. That's 443-863-YARD. Or go online to greenmachinelawns.com. Again, that is greenmachinelawns.com. And they'll get your yard looking better than everybody else's. As I'm sure most of you know, I'm very big on pushing the arts here in Harford County. Harford County has a ton of great artists, you know, whether they be uh, photographers, painters, uh, musicians, culinary arts, uh, you know, even authors. We've talked about this several times, and there are a lot of them out there. Well, on this episode of Harford County Living, I have a young lady that sat down with me, and she is, her and her friend are opening up a new place called Art to Soul Galleria. And what it is, they're featuring local artists. I don't mean direct sales. I mean true artists that make everything by hand, themselves. Uh, they're going to be located in Foss, I believe it's 2101 Bel Air Road. And just to see some of the things going in there already, you're going to be amazed. Believe me. And their grand opening is going to be May 18th and 19th. So sit back and listen to this. I have Teresa step on and you've heard Teresa on my podcast a couple other times. Um, she was on when we did the opioid awareness she was on talking about her other business to Clay Monet. And now here she is, partners uh, with somebody else doing the Art to Soul Galleria, helping out other local artists. the Harford County Living Podcast with Rich Bennett. Thank you for coming and please send any suggestions or comments to podcast at harfordcountyliving.com. The Harford County Living Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes can be found at harfordcountyliving.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorites RS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's join Rich Bennett and his special guest. to welcome everybody to Harford County Living. I have a young lady sitting here with me today that uh, has actually been on the podcast uh, twice. Twice? Mm-hmm. Once oh. for the Clay Monet and the other time for the opioid awareness. I thought it was three. Perhaps. This is three. <laughs> <laughs> this is three. We have uh, Teresa Step with us. God, if you follow the Clay Monet, you know that she is probably one of the greatest artists, you know, here. I don't want to say just Harford County. I want to say Probably in Maryland. I mean, because the stuff you do is just phenomenal. Thank you. Much too kind, but thank you. <laughs> He's got me blushing since you can't see. It's really 
But Teresa is actually starting something new. I think she's finally listened to some of her neighbors and who said, <laughs> Teresa, you just need to do this full time. But not really full time, no. but explain what it is that you're doing now. Um, okay. Or getting I ready to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually uh, well underway. Um, I am an artist. I've been an artist my entire life, and, and we can get back to that. But um, <laughs> I've been the Clay Monet for about the past five years, and with the success of that and the growth of that business, um, this past year I did a, a an art show, craft show, um, that really let me see how, how much that's grown. Right. And so now um, I am opening a artisan monthly marketplace in Falston, um, called the Art to Soul Galleria, and myself and my partner, Laura Laird. Uh, Laura is a magazine collage artist, and um, she invites you to take a closer look because what she does is not paint. She does magazine collage, um, and Laura and I met about um, three or four years ago at the Arbutus Arts Festival, okay. and um, since then we've done a lot of shows together, and this past February, um, through the success of uh, the show at Richardson's Farms, I went, it's time. You know, it's finally time to put a brick and mortar behind us. Um, you, any artist that has done the craft show circuit, uh, art show circuit, knows just how laboring it is mm -hmm. um, to pack up your goods. But it's just a really crazy thing. However, you know, with that being said, retail is its own animal too. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, much like the ocean, you have to respect and have an understanding um, for what you're getting into before you get into it. So I've always been hesitant and I've waited until now for lots of reasons as far as opening a retail establishment, um, which is one of the main reasons why we are doing an artisan monthly marketplace versus a full-time retail shop. And while I do work full-time, you know, um, I have a regular day job. Uh, even if I didn't, I still would do this in the same manner in the same right. facet that I'm doing this because it is, we are opening a brick and mortar that is a sales event not a retail shop and we can talk about that a little bit i was gonna say because i would think <coughs> if it was a <clears throat> unlike your people that do direct sales mm -hmm. they have access to this stuff all the time right you're, what you're doing is strictly handmade right yeah and there is a psychology behind this as well which is people are getting a little tired um the big box stores have their place right when you need something you want it at a discount um you want to be able to shop online you want to be uh have the convenience of home where these things are delivered and so forth but a shopping experience is something a little bit different um and i think that with an artist's mentality what's really important is the handmade factor yeah that you can only get the items that we're selling from us from the artists themselves and perhaps a few other um you know we we are really supporting our artists um and marketing them and standing behind them as well so Good. i don't want anyone to think that they are exclusive by any means but we want to be a one-stop location for gifts and fine art and other things and so i have this business model and i'm grateful that you know uh, some of my artist friends support that um, laura was the the only artist that was willing to um, see the vision and want to participate in that and so her and i have become general partners in this right. endeavor I'm very happy to have her. Um, sometimes we're a little too much alike. <laughs> the ideas just go and go and go. And so um, we kind of have to scale ourselves back a little bit and not trip over ourselves. Um, but this is really for us taken off. So the idea right. 
came February 9th um, was the day that it manifested. I think I saw you as I was coming right. home on that Sunday. Or, yeah, right at the end of the Richardson's And I went, show. Rich, I need to find a place. <laughs> I need a, I need an old barn house or something. And, you know, I'm sure I sound crazy, especially to my husband. But um, that was it. And, you know, once I get focused and once I get an idea, I just run with it. And, you know. Like I say, you didn't sound crazy to me. I think I said it's about time. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here, and my husband just looks at me and says, um, and you know, John, and he's, he refers to me as his Ferrari with no brakes. He's like, you're a high-end sports car girl, but you just do not know how to slow down. And, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. But behind all of it, I have to say that um, there's a lot of experience, mm. uh, a lot of trial and error. And so I, I finally understand why a lot of people wait till, you know, their later years, I guess, um, to actually do certain types of startups and it's because that knowledge and the experience and the vision finally all come together yeah. and maybe the resources as well that give you the opportunity or that platform well, i think the errors are good too because you're going to have some errors or failures or whatever and that's just going to help you make that business model even better absolutely you know, i agree and, and i mean if <clears throat> it'd be nice if we could just snap our fingers and everything was perfect right away but you know, we know it doesn't work that way yeah i, I might appear to be a risk taker <laughs> so for your but it's an educator oh thank you <laughs> she's so cute yeah <clears throat> um i believe she's going to be an artist too i just yeah. it's in the lineage um, my personal background all of the women in my family going back um i'm believed my great-grandmother's um, generation have all been artists. Really? Mm -hmm. My mother was a potter. My grandmother was a painter. And then, honestly, I can't remember what her mother yeah. did. I think she did sewing of some sort. Um, and then the same is true for the men in our family have all been musicians, So, which include my two sons. My youngest right. son was a drummer. <clears throat> my older son was a guitar player. My father's a bass player. My mother's uh, father played something strange i can't remember what it was it was a but anyway it might have been so you, there's art in your whole family it is there. so i'm actually expecting that jc carry that right. i do i do so wow so now when do you guys when's art to soul open up okay so from february when we ran this i actually ended up signing the lease um for the 2101 bel-air road location in falston it is formerly the amanda ritchie or bucks and bridal location which a lot of people know we have leased the downstairs, so it's important to know that this building is divided into three, you know, a lower level, a main level, and a top level. Oh. Um, so our entrance is around the side when you come into the parking lot. There's a big banner and there's a big arrow, and we're going to have our logo there. Um, and that, that's where we'll be, so we're in the lower level. And um, we officially open, our grand opening is Saturday, May 18th, and Sunday, May 19th. We'll have some fun things going on there, which I'll get to in a second. And then all of our monthly events are already pre-established um, through December. We will add right. some in 2020, but um, a lot of them pattern the other um, Falston monthly tag sales. You'll know Falston seems to be really growing in that regard as yeah. to having monthly events. And so ours will pattern those for the most part. We did take a couple um, uh, changes. One is in November, our sales event will be um, following Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Shop Local Saturday, and that Sunday because we just felt it was more appropriate. Right. Um, and then we are doing two events in December versus one. So we're going to be open the same weekend as everybody else, which is December 7th and 8th. And then we're going to do the weekend before Christmas because gotta have the Christmas you got to have your there. procrastinators, yes. you know, covered. And we are going to have everything 
Um, so because I can really talk uh, to <laughs> touch on our artists a little bit. So when this when this vision started, um, we had signed a lease by the end of February. It took me no time at all to find a place. Once Laura was on board, that was That's the most good. important thing. And we just took off from there. Then we had this timeline which was um, we were going to do our marketing, our logo, all of the the mindful things that we had to do up right. front in the month of March. And by April 1st, we were going to open it up to artists. We had the idea of renting space and commission. So we're doing two different types of things to make it more affordable and welcoming to artists. As artists ourselves, we know how expensive uh, time materials um, you never really get your money out of handmade. Um, that's right. the truth. You can't charge for time. You have to charge a fair price and do your shopping well. Uh, but we really, every artist that's going to be in this is handpicked um, for what they do and how well they do it. So within 10 days, we were sold out of space. Uh, wow. We can't wait to pull this together. We have 25 total vendors, nine of which are consignment, and the remainder are space. They've actually, and we're having little vignettes inside the store. Um, we have spaces that are as big as two feet, two little cubbies, and, and um, you know, that are really cool where these artists are going to take these spaces and make them their own. We've okay. given them almost complete liberty to do what they want. Um, everything, of course, has to be approved by us to keep our aesthetic you know, something that, that makes people want to come back. But we are really, this is where the fun begins. Right. Which is decorating, uh, you know, <laughs> twinkle lights, and just, we're really looking to wow people. When they come in, um, just an overwhelming number of things to look at, and everything hand-touched. So while it isn't 100% handmade mm -hmm. in the aspect that maybe some of the materials we're using aren't created from dirt, right. um, you know, because you, you do pull, like, our um, furniture. We... Instead of having displays, why have a display when you can have a beautiful piece of repurposed furniture? Yes, yes. and I've seen two of the pieces you They're got. It's like, how in the world mm -hmm. do you find these things? Well, that's part <laughs> of it. That's part of being good at what you do. In my background, everything in my past tells me that I was perfectly aligned to be here. Um, as a, um, you know, I had a scholarship coming out of high school to Maryland Institute College of Art. I had won lots of contests as a high schooler um but i chose to run away to arizona and follow a guy <laughs> anyway fortunately uh my brain came back within six weeks and i was back um my mother knew it was coming you know so um but anyway from there i ended up in an advertising agency as an admin and um was pursuing graphic art and when i saw just how un creative it was I right. looked at this and went you've got to be kidding me these people have no real free reign of their design ideas everybody you have the business owners of these companies coming in and giving their two cents and you know kind of hampering and curbing mm -hmm. their creativity so I knew then I said you know I'm not going to ever do my art for money not meaning I won't sell it but I was never going to be paid to be an artist because I didn't want anyone stepping on my creative ability I also liked the idea of being able to take off when I wanted to take off um, because I believe part of reinventing yourself is recharging that battery. Sometimes you have to step away from what you're doing. Right. Um, I've changed mediums, you know, 
often. Every three to five years, I get bored and I pick something else. And a lot of some of the artists in our shop are going to be the same way, where they may be doing this right now, but prior to that, they did this, 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 and this. So and everything you've done, because I, when I first met you, you were doing the the was it mosaic tiles? Yes, which I still which do. But it was amazing. Yes, thank and then you. you did the the clay Monet. You did. I the did jewelry. paper, and I did paper when I was getting right. married because I wanted to make my own invitations. Like so every, I spent it's just a year and a half doing you that. Touched just—it's <clears throat> amazing. It, well, it's amazing. Here, let me tell you this, okay? So, in the world that people think that you know, having being an artist is a gift, it absolutely is. It's a God-given blessing. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I try to give back with it. Um, but on the other side, I did sacrifice something for it, which means I am right-brained. So, math, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no physics in here. There's no geometry. No algebra that escapes me. So. Um, I gave up, you know, the the right brain, uh, left brain for the right brain. But I'm, I'm. I don't you know. have a right or a left. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you have the gift of gab. See, <laughs> you pull us together in this way, Rich. So. Um. Oh no, I can't even draw a stick man. <laughs> yes, but you can talk, and that's it. And so uh. you bring the community and the Lions Club and those kinds of things, and give us a platform, which you know we're well, really grateful for that platform. I've, I've always, well, you know, I've always been big on supporting local. I mean, that's just a. <laughs> Well, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> well, I think sometimes you have to get away from it to come back to it, yeah. um, to appreciate. You know, no one that's born with something truly understands the idea of having to work for something. So I personally am a huge fan of people that have suffered a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's humbling, and I think that um, you're most successful in small doses. Um, and so one of our business model, to share our business model when we were developing this, this was, hey, I guess we got a blessing on that. The light just came on. That was crazy. Giving back. Oh, thank you, T-Bone. <laughs> See, but we were talking about that. Um, and I was just going into that, which is the, the other layer of this, which is our spiritual layer or our giving back. So when this business model was developed, the most we wanted to be succinct in our in our vision right. and we wanted to know exactly who we are so our customer would know who we are and i've often said there are some businesses out there that are very confused about who they are and if you're confused about who you are then your the customer gonna is going to be are. confused yeah. about who you are so what was important to us is that we are art um, and high-end crafts because i don't want to get into you know, a, a semantics about what is art and what is, you know, people have differing opinions right. of that, especially people that have been educated in art. We do have some fine art. Um, we also have high-end crafts because there are a lot of crafts that are not, that really don't fit in the fine art realm, but they are certainly well above a typical crafting level. So while we won't have some of the things that you see at, at craft shows, which to me are, you know, bottle caps and not to say yeah. there's anything wrong with those. They're fine, but there are certain levels of crafts. But some of our crafts are, uh, you know, mosaic is not necessarily a fine art, but it's a high-end craft. Um, we have watercolor. Uh, we have an oil painter. And some of our artists, let me tell you, when we were doing this hand-picking, we had no idea how, how good we were doing. And when I was talking a little bit about my beginnings, I spent, uh, you know, six years in advertising and marketing, and then I went on to become a buyer. So as a buyer, I spent six years in buying. I think these things oh, have wow. really tied into my ability to select and kind of know. One of our, two of our artists have shows at the World Trade Center this year. Really? So Robin Capecci is uh, an oil painter, Hartford County, and she is she has um, her gallery showing at the World Trade Center in Baltimore in July. Nice. We have Tracy. How do you pronounce her last name? Grumbach. 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 
Um, and she has a show down at the World Trade Center in August, I believe. We have another artist, um, Blooms by Benetta, and she's going to be featured in a magazine coming up this year. And so when I look at the vast, how incredibly talented, the, talented these people are, and the fact that they are supporting us and they're putting their faith in mm -hmm. this vision and they understand, um, you know, that's huge. So anyway, and we have this wonderful um, web designer person that's going to help us focus on some of our artists, Rich Bennett. He's helping us, um, you know, focus on our artists um, on our website so that people can really see and get to know who these people are because they are fabulous. They really are fabulous. That's one of the <clears> things that I love about the area, and it ain't just Harford County, Baltimore, Maryland as a whole. There are so many great artists out there, but a lot of people don't know about them. Well, that's an interesting point of view because... Laura and I, I'm, I'm the vice president. You know a lot yeah, of them, yeah. but I don't. Well, I'm the vice president of the Joppa Town Arts Festival. Right. And through that, um, the we were asked to jury and um, the, the, now I'm forgetting what they call it. But anyway, at the library, the Harford County, the Joppa Town Library um, supports a youth art program. Yes. And Laura and I were judges in that this year. And oh. what came from that experience was we want to be able to dedicate a space within our Galleria for upcoming artists. For high school artists, we want to be able to showcase some artwork um, several times oh, a great. year where we can say, hey, look, at, we were really impressed with some of the, not just impressed, with some of the high schoolers, but I mean, starting from grade school, this little this little guy, I wish I could remember his name. He was a first grader, and mm -hmm. he took first place in our first first through third. And when I saw his face when he came in, um, as an artist, one of the things I know is that you tend to have a normal person has issues with self esteem. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as being able to put yourself out there and be judged and be, you know, people are judgmental. Um, when you are an artist, it's coming through you. You are producing something that really, truly is a God-given um, gift. Mm -hmm. And when you put it out there, you feel very vulnerable to it being how it's received and how it's, it's like giving a child away every time yeah. you're creating something. So I think especially young people, they tend to be a lot more um, focused on opinion and what other people think and when this little guy came in and saw that he had won with a piece of art he got first and second or first and third in something where he didn't even think anybody would like his art just his face just i think little. we helped inspire and that's important yeah. it isn't just what you can do but what you do with what you can do and so um getting back to i do tend to jump track this other part of our business model is giving back um i've always been a person personally that has mm -hmm. spent my time um, supporting things that are anyone in need you know I'm a, a big proponent of helping the homeless I've done right. things on my own my entire life um, I, I don't look for any recognition in that mm -hmm. it's just doing it that makes me happy um, I was so excited it's a good feeling it is I spent my 50th birthday my present to myself when I turned 50 um, it was just happened to be the date was volunteering um, at the Joppa town um, oh, it's a routine church. homeless yes, shelter. Yes, yes, I got I to serve breakfast to the that. homeless, and to me, that was a gift. Yeah, I was grateful for the opportunity. Um, yeah, so it, it is. It's, it is. We took the Leos because we've done it two years, and we've grilled the food, and the Leos served. Yeah, it's wonderful. And when they just, you know, a lot of the the Leos, the kids never experienced, you know, uh, being around anybody homeless, mm -hmm. and um, I may have told. 
Sheldon is on the one page. I told somebody, but when we when we left, some of the Leos stayed there and they were playing like Uno and everything mm -hmm. with them. It's well, everybody has a story to tell, and I think that um, you know the more compassionate that we can be, and mm -hmm. the more that we can do. I will always say you have to give it away to keep it. Oh, and yeah. so the more you give back, I think the more blessings you bring into your life. And so it's important to do that. It's important yeah. to not be selfish. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you have it, um, you give it away um, as much of it as you can to sustain kind of a thing. And I, I feel like that will, you know, partially make us um, valuable to yeah. the community. And so each show that we have, each event, since we have monthly events, we are going to be having a benefactor, someone that will benefit from something that we can do. So for oh. May, for in May, we're going to be collecting, we have a $5 off 25. Um, if, you, if you buy $25 worth of stuff and you bring a non-perishable item, a can of food, toiletries, anything new for the homeless that we can donate to local food pantries, we'll give you that coupon, five off 25, and that's the, the um, the the uh, store doing it so we're not okay. asking individual artists it's laura and i saying we want to we want to dedicate you know please right. let us collect these items we want to give them to various food pantries That's and good. by doing that so then in the next one in june we've uh, reached out to um angel gowns by baba which mm -hmm. is the angel gown ministry and we're going to be doing a coupon and collection for them in i think july we're going to reach out to luna's house or a um, you know, maybe we can somehow tie into this pet festival, but we right. really want to be able to do something for animals. And every month we're going to do something. That um, is great. You know, that says that the business itself is grateful for the opportunity yeah. to be a part of the community. Um, you know, please come see us. We, we plan to have free coffee and free goodies um, as far as desserts every event. And that's so that people don't just come in and look at our stuff. Maybe we have a sign when you come in, it says, um, and oh my gosh, I can't remember what it says, but it says something like, um, welcome as our guests. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, those who come as our guests, leave friend. as our yeah. friends or something like that. And, and we really mean it. <clears throat> um, you know, we're going to give, we're going to give, we're going to yeah. give back. Um, and Laura even told me to make sure to tell you, um, that the <laughs> store, the store would like to be a part of the Joppa town members as well and give, yeah, give the members of the Joppa town 15% off and the store will take it. Oh, so originally, the line, you talk about yes, the, 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 the claim oh, okay. had been, you know, right. a vendor, but, um, oh, well, Archisol you. would like to that. do it as well. Yeah. Okay. We had that conversation. She says, I want to do it too. And I'm like, absolutely. I'm sure he'll be. Oh yeah. Cause well, that, so. you, it's. Anything and all organizations are having a hard time getting volunteers to join. Absolutely. And Lyle and I have been talking about that for a long time. It's like, what can we do? And here's the scary thing with Lions Clubs. I mean, we're the largest service organization in the world. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to past district governors, people that have been in different clubs for, it seems like, forever. They didn't know about the benefits that international gives, you know, like the discounts from Hertz Rent-A-Car, Wyndham Hotels, right, 1 800 right. Flowers, and all mm -hmm. that. So they started pushing that. And then now I came up with the idea. It's like, well, let's, what else can we do to help support local businesses? It's mm -hmm. a great idea. That's a great, idea. That it's a great idea. idea. Absolutely. Yeah, well, and then, you know, that which also in the giving back, in the vein of giving back, you, you also made me think of this other part, um, which is really important to us. Um, most people, anybody listening to this, I'm guessing the average person doesn't know me. Um, but those that do know that in 2017, I am, mm -hmm. became a statistic to the opioid right. epidemic. I lost my youngest son, Chris. Um, oh, and I can't even talk about it sometimes. Um, 
But anyway, this almost cost me my art business um, because after he passed in September, um, I went on to clay for about, you know, through, the, through December. Mm -hmm. And by January, I came up with this idea where I wanted to be able to do something. Um, to help people that were going through this, and I created the Open Hearts Project for Opioid Awareness. Um, I took my my gift and I um, created the Open Hearts, which mm -hmm. are pins and pendants made out of polymer clay, um, and took donations. And in three months, so I started on my birthday, January 23rd, and um, the original idea was that whatever money I raised would go to the Helping Up Mission, which is a place where Chris right. spent some time. <clears throat> Um, and I would give whatever was collected on the anniversary, first anniversary of his death, to take a, some, you know, a bad day and turn it into a good day. Right. Well, I quickly realized as a mother, no matter how strong I am, grief is what it is, and there yeah. was no way I was going to be able to get up in front of people on that day and keep it together. So, um, as life would have it, I did this for about three months. I was able to raise almost four thousand dollars. Wow! And then there was an anonymous matching donation, which allowed us in June to give the Helping Up Mission $7,190. I threw Holy in cow. a few extra dollars to get the reciprocal <laughs> of Chris's of the day we lost it, right. which is 7190 and that's what we donated. This year, um, keeping with that, the, I've been really occupied with many, many things, so I haven't had that straightforward focus, but we've been able to um, do over $600 to the Little Faces program, which is a national program as a part of the Faces of Opioids. and. They're more grassroots. They need the money, I right. guess. Um, and who they support is they offer services to children that have lost their parents. So one of the things, and that, JC is a member. Yes. Okay. And you can send a shirt or any clothing item of the lost parent, and they will make, and they have volunteers that will make pillows and blankets out of wow. these items and send them to the kids for free. So I felt like this year I wanted to support them. Very good friends with the, um, you know, as far as you can be virtually with uh, uh, the founder of the Faces of Opioids. She had put me in connection with uh, Associated Press, who was going to do a story on Christopher, mm -hmm. which I find interesting because the reason they didn't choose us as a family is we, we were too strong. And, and what? Yeah, they wanted somebody that was breaking down and was, you know, suicidal, and they really wanted to, yeah, they just really wanted this appeal, I guess. I was really disappointed. I was going to say, but how's yeah. that going to tell other people how to get through it? I, I don't know, and I was really disappointed. And, and not only that, but I was really disappointed in the way that, that I found out, which is right. the the reporter that had been in contact with us, talking with us for period of time came back to me and said oh I'm sorry we're we gonna put this on hold for now there was a shooting in Texas and we have to do that and then the story came out nine months later so I thought here it was you spent all of this time listening to us me sharing my story mm -hmm. reliving these things opening up and you didn't even have the, the respect for the family to say hey we're gonna cover somebody else as if I wouldn't appreciate that meaning God. Every loss is a loss. As a parent, my loss is no greater than any other parent. I'd have appreciated anyone. But to handle me like that, and I thought, this well, is a national, it was just ridiculous. And that's the thing, me. I mean, because I mean, you, you were very strong through this and still yeah. are. Yeah. And your story, for other people that are going through this, if they know how you did it, it's going to help them. I mean, I, I just, I don't get it. I have people, I am friends with people simply because of that membership in that unfortunate club there are friends that i have on facebook now that i've never met right. women i've talked to and i've watched them 
struggling with their grief and it, it it's like having your tires stuck in the mud they don't know you know when somebody says to you just be happy or make yourself happy if you don't know that equation if you don't know how to do that yep. you can't you can't shove someone out of grief no it's a process and so i'm fortunate enough that when i say this, this is not even going to sound right but having lost my mom young uh, mm-hmm. that was what nearly broke me um and living through that has been the reason that i've been able to take the loss of my son and make it something positive so everybody's got their thing you know i don't feel bad for me i don't want anybody pitying me i want to take that and turn it around and you do the things like to this morning just what a great you know story to share i was watching waiting to come up here mm-hmm. i was watching the today show and they were talking about this marine did you see the marine that ran the boston marathon and crawled no. across the finish line he was running it for three of his buddies that he had lost he had their names on his shoelace this guy's name is micah herndon and I just, I cried when watching this story that this man crawled across the finish line wow. in memory of these people. And I thought, what an everyday hero. Be that person. Well, Patriot State, that's your Be that person. And it's just so moving that when you hear these things. So I'm wow. hoping that, mm. that, you know, Art to Soul brings a lot of things. We are able to support, you know, and, and do something to help you know, with awareness of the opioid crisis, um, we're able to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. We're able to open up a forum and venue for people to see amazing art. Familiar, familiarize yourself with art. Art is one of those things that has become secondary to other things, but it is huge in the world of imagination yeah. and creation. And so, we really want to make that available to people. To speak of prices, just to get an idea. My, my artwork is in there as the Clay Monet, and I make some amazing things. And my average yes, price you point, do. thank you. I is, have a glass. <laughs> I have my Pilsner, yeah, my, Marine Corps, my Marine Corps Pilsner. Yeah. <laughs> well, and um, my average price point is 25 to $50. If you want a handmade gift, there are going to be so many things that are mm-hmm. personal that are impersonal. You know, teachers, they need gifts. Um, neighbors, how about that, right? <laughs> uh, you know, you while you may not find the perfect thing, you know, as an engagement gift, let's say, because you can, you know, we're not talking um, diamond jewelry, but we're talking some amazing jewelry. Yeah. We have two artists in there, one that does ceramic jewelry, I've seen nothing like it, and the other, I don't even, I don't even know, I'm not even gonna pretend to know what her medium is, but Jen, uh, Jen's fancy, Jen Fletcher, and um, yeah, she okay. does some great stuff, and then, um, I'm not going to botch her name, but anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll see, you'll see them on our website. But Noel and Katana, I think it's Katana, whatever. Anyway, so we just have some some people I would love to talk about, and I didn't come here specifically to talk about the artists. So we'll, you know, I have to have a. See, we we'll have to do another podcast yes. where you bring all the artists. Oh my on. gosh, and just see some of what they do yeah. because. Those people that came to see me, my following, that really enjoyed my art, that wanted to come and be able to purchase something, will magnify that times 25 because yeah. the artist that we've picked, Laura's art is amazing. Laura had the um, her lighthouse collage um, was featured, was the artwork on the Chincoteague Visitor's Guide last year. I, I got it, because you said she does magazine collage. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, yeah. It looks like painted art, but it isn't. Okay. She, she actually has a video out there, one of those time-lapse huh. videos that shows you how she does it. Um, but she has some recognition. She was just in featured somewhere down in Anne Arundel County. I forget the newspaper down right. there because I'm not from there. 
Um, Capital Gazette, maybe? I think it may have been. Yeah. And they there is uh, somebody at Johns Hopkins or one of the, the hospitals down there buying artwork from women. They bought two pieces. Laura's had some, wow. I mean, she has her own notoriety in a lot of capacities. I wish she could be here today. Um, she's getting ready to embark on a, on a um, vacation to Disney and ended up getting pulled into work. But really wanted to be here. And when you have the two of us in front of a mic, we would just make you dizzy <laughs> with our conversation. <laughs> and see, here's another thing. We really look forward to having our artists together one night, you know, to have right. a, a hot adult hot chocolate or wine kind of sipping, you know, because when you get artists together, and I guess when you get anybody together that has the same interest, um, it's just interesting to it listen is. to them, and you want to learn from them, and you want to. So maybe we'll do. That's some. one of the reasons I started this, and that's you know for the roundtable discussion. When I do the ones with the health department, oh my god, I learn something new yes. every time. Yes. Um, when I had Tracy Grumbach on mm -hmm. Nine Acres Designs, thank you for introducing us. By the way, oh, she's in our shop, and that came through this podcast. Her story, just and she talking about. The, the little first grader that won first yeah. prize, yeah. she was in elementary school. Her teacher told her that she would she is not a good artist, more or less. Oh, and right. yeah, and, <clears throat> and, and, and the Lyme disease, and and that's what inspired her to do the art. Sure, I'd like to go to one of her classes though. I, oh. I still don't get Ooh. that. Well, thank I was going to ask you that about that. Okay, <laughs> okay. Now here's here's where life schooled us a little bit. So, um. <laughs> When you you know, I was actually a real estate agent for six or seven years back in the day. I did this part time. I've always had more than one job because I, I say, have, what haven't I, you done? I know I've had a lot what of energy. Thing you've done yeah. you haven't mentioned yet, but mm. <laughs> okay. I don't know where you're going with that. The but, radio. Oh, that's right. I was a DJ. <laughs> yes, I was. Uh, anybody from from the local Baltimore area back in the late 80s i was a radio dj for 97 underground for two years and my radio call name was terry berlin and i did their album cover the beast from the east and boy that's a flash from the past <laughs> but yeah that's true i did i did do that i, I i've done so many things um yeah. it's almost like um attention deficit life disorder i i don't know what i'm gonna be you know and i'm still kind of reinventing <laughs> myself all the time i've changed mine i don't know how many yeah. times so. well it's interesting it keeps it you know <laughs> yeah. I, you, jack of all trades master of none but um i don't even remember what we were just talking classes. about oh classes <laughs> okay so this is where we got schooled a little bit um the facility that we are renting no place, pun intended there. yeah yeah there you go ah, boom boom stick around for the veal what do they say yeah um so um, with the classes, uh, we had a little hiccup, and it's a bump in the road, and we're going to mm -hmm. repair that somehow, but right now we have to stay focused on the opening. Right. Um, one of the other facets of this business that we were really excited about was the ability to do classes, and not just classes, but classes taught by artists, and there is a difference um, as far as how creative we can get. Mm -hmm. um, and I really, when I've been to paint nights, um, I've always been a little frustrated because not all of those people that run those are artists. Right. And you need to teach somebody how to paint. There's, how how do you dip your brush? How wet does it need to be? How There are other components that come into just slapping paint on a, yeah. on a canvas as far as the overall look. But anyway, so these classes, um, we wanted to do classes and events. And um, when we signed our lease, we were under the impression <laughs> that we had the facility, we were able to use a room that was attached and that's not turned out to be the case. So. 
it wasn't something we were publicizing, but we don't have the room now. So maybe somebody listening, maybe there's a purpose for this. Oh, so you still haven't found a room? No, we, okay. we've actually moved the four make and take classes that we have, um, which are really cool classes. We have uh, fairy lanterns. We have um, the sunflower terrariums, um, cactus, rock cactus gardens, really cool things. Have to be done out of my home studio um, for the first well, couple months. Well, you got the months. room for that. We do. <laughs> I have the room, but we really wanted to be able to do it closer to the shop, and we wanted to be able to open the okay. shop so that our, our participating um, crafting class attendees would be able to come through the shop and buy things as well. And So anyway, we looked into the library, and the library – wasn't as affordable if you're not if you're a for-profit business so um you know we are in the in the hub of falston at uh right right pretty much at the intersection of 152 and route one you can see the traffic light from our place um but we are looking for a place to do classes that do anywhere from 10 to 18 people um would you be allowed to put a tent in the parking lot no there are some things that come this is what you learn about elise and i have to say I was not very knowledgeable when it came to commercial leases, um, but we are not allowed to put up, uh, we, we were looking at that, uh, tents outside, mm-hmm. so there's no sales outside or no events outside okay. and no events inside. And apparently this has to do with liability for the owners. The owners are wonderful people. They're very nice. They're elderly. Um, we completely respect their position. This is right. not like <clears throat> we were, um, but we were told um, that we would be able to use that and and so there was a miscommunication between okay. the the leasing agent and us and the um, owners but again it's it's all water under the bridge but it has taken away our ability to really be the full circle that we wanted to be and my intention is once we got the artists in and once we got the grand opening behind us um, because we're good to like September but we really need a facility a venue an area where we can inexpensively afford to do the classes right. because we aren't you know, people think that businesses, by design, their purpose is to make money. Well, we hope to be profitable, but what is motivating us and behind us is not a money-making venture. It is to be more of a co-op to artists, um, allowing them an opportunity to, to participate in something inexpensively where they're able to showcase their art, you know, continue to right. grow their following, um, be visible to the public. Um offer classes we want our artists you know to be teachers as well and to just really have this kind of fully engaged um business but um you know our classes aren't making that much money they're a yeah. supplement to to help make our business whole so it isn't like you know i was going to look into the odd fellows over it but these these right. places cost by the time you know we're i'm not doing it just to waste my time either and so it has to be able to give something back to the business so we can continue so if you were a non-profit it'd be easier for you to if we were a non-profit we could rent the libraries for 30 bucks for four hours and we would be good to go and you really do need open space you know, and so that's what we're looking for. So if there's anybody listening, um, I think I may have a fix for you. Oh, I love I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk Yay. to you. I'll okay. Tell you about that one. So yeah. This. So we're in Falston, <laughs> and we want to keep it relatively close to Falston. But I really want to be able to to have that opportunity right. explode because um, we are idea people. All we need is an opportunity and the ability to act on those ideas. Right. And so. The art shop is going to give us that. Again, it's the Art to Soul Galleria, and we're in Falston at 2101 Bel Air Road. What's the website? With, what? What's the website? Uh, Art2SoulGalleria.com. Right, but not the number two. <laughs> right, right. Art right. T O. Right. <laughs> um, 
And uh, again, it's it's myself and uh, magazine collage artist Laura Laird. It's um it's our baby, and we hope to grow it. We're really really excited. Um, thrilled to be a part of the Falston community. You know, I live in Joppa. I have this crazy neighbors. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about that guy across, across the, street. the street. Of course, yeah, of course. He's a bad influence. Um, you know, but but um, we we also love that our customers engage with us and they give us ideas. So you'll be able to find um, some beautifully repurposed furniture from um, Katie Creations. Um, that's our exclusive. Really? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to find um, all kinds of gifts. There are, there are still artists I'm looking for. I'm really trying to hand pick um like one artist that i don't have yet that i'm looking for is i would love somebody that does hand-sewn dolls but not fancy dolls i want kind of crazy artsy gothy dolls and um we don't have that artist yet um so what we do have let me let me go through the store a little bit we have um kelly ames of groovy m art and um she's mosaic she's been i think alchemy of unfortunately i don't follow all of us like i'm not i'm doing all this ad lib i don't have a notebook <laughs> um but kelly will be in our shop all year she has okay. she's kind of partnering with us which is fabulous her mosaics just blow me away um we have michelle o'brien which is glass by mitch she is the one of the best stained glass artists she her jack Heard sparrow her, yeah. is hanging in our you know just check us out on facebook um at art to soul because some of the pictures are phenomenal we have um, myself, of course, the Clay Monet, Laura Laird. We have um, Indigo Jade Arts, which is Lisa Hetrick with watercolor. We have Pan Dragon Fusion Works, which is um, Roe and her brother John doing some. It's I always forget this word. It's called intarsia. He does intarsia, which is some kind of ancient or Asian wood thing, and she does mosaics that are incredible. We have um, an assemblage artist, which is Janet Berman of Parts to Pieces out of Annapolis. She takes these crazy vintage things and puts them together and creates these really wild-looking, not figurines, but kind of like three-dimensional pieces. We have, again, Robin Capecci of... um, um, uh, Studio Capecci. I'm not exactly sure how to say her last name, but her oil paints are just, they were featured on Harford's Heart recently. Um, we have, oh my gosh, I'm just so many. Our, some of our commissions right. are, we have uh, vegan soap, um, friendly body soaps. Love it. We Wait, have what? vegan <laughs> soaps. Yeah, they're made, they're, I, I couldn't even tell you. That's why we need the artists to share yeah. their um you know they're they're um, we have a wreath maker like no other wreath maker gloria from um see now i when i'm thinking off the top of my head i'm (laughs) you know and i've taught these people a million times but anyway she makes fabric wreaths like nothing you've ever seen she does these embroidered faces and she does things that are are really cool um so anyway i think when we finally get this place together within the next four weeks our disol is really going to become uh, the vision that we hoped it had. And so by our grand opening, again, this is, you don't want to miss it. We have plenty of parking. Um, I, we had lots of other things planned, but again, due to limitations with the lease, we can't right. fully act on those. Um, so we're going to be focused on the shop, and then within a few months, we'll refocus on the classes. And then, so just know this, we're probably going to be looking for a bigger space um, early next year, um, just to be able to expand and, and find a space that actually affords us the the 
you know, to grow our business the way that we want to. property managers out there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need a little bit more square footage, and but we're going to need the ability to be able to well, do things. How many square like, footage you have now? Right now we have about, um, it's 1,100. We're okay. small, but we're, we have some impact. So we have three rooms, um, and they're going to be stocked to the hilt. I mean, you're going to take a while to go through there. Um, you know, the other thing is that above us, um, I'll, I'll give her a, a mention as uh, the Thrifty Kitty Resale Boutique, and um, that's Tiana, and she mm-hmm. has taken the 1,800 square feet above us and really, you know, done sort of, she's vintage right. and resale, <laughs> but has the same thing with vignettes, and she has some cool things going on. So if you shop us, right above us, you know, there's 3,000 square feet between her two shops to go walk through. So it's an event. I mean, we want you to come. We want you to look around. We, of course, we want you to purchase. But, um, you know, it's because it's a monthly sales event, there'll be new inventory every month. Right. Um, we will cycle out some artists and cycle them back in, that kind of thing, so that hopefully each experience and each sales event is unique. Um, and affordable. And we may even, now Laura's going to kill me for saying this, because this depends on the artists themselves. We may offer layaway for certain higher end items. Um, it would not be across the board, but there is some art that, that has some value to it. Right. And maybe somebody wants to own that. So there will be some specialty pieces that we will have the ability to lay away if somebody really wants to do that. Again, but that's artist approved. They have to be on board with that. Um, I'm just trying to think of what else I could, you know, the, it's just not going to stop. We're, we're like a freight train. <laughs> but, and, and it's going to be each month you're going to. Yes, every it, month. But it's going to be just one weekend in, with the exception one, of December. Right, okay. one weekend a month. So right now it's uh, the What are going to be the hours? We are open. It's on our door on the side. We are open Saturday and Sunday, 930 to 430. Um, those two days. Now, we, okay. again, we're going to have the extra day in November because we're going to do Black Friday, which is November 22nd. Um, and, you know, we may eventually throw in an extra day or so. But for now, again, this is our first. We're just opening. Um, we're excited about it. We really want you to come out and see us. Please like us on Facebook. That's what I would ask. That's where everything is going to be. You know, to include links to our website, um, those two things mm-hmm. will feed off of each other. It is art. To the word t to t o soul, um, and that ties in when we can eventually get back to doing events. We really wanted to have uh, another piece of this, which is to offer some spiritual classes and things, Reiki, meditation, um, oh. some of the holistic. But we haven't been able to focus on that since we lost our our ability to have right. that that room. But if we if and when that happens, we will go back to having these events where. I'm a big fan of astrology. My mother was an astrologer, and too few people know the art of art and science of astrology. They know their horoscope, and they really don't know anything else. And I, we have um, Jennifer Party um, willing to come out and teach classes. We have I want someone to teach tarot card. That's interesting. Oh. It's it's new age. It's all of these yeah. things <clears throat> that don't necessarily have a a venue where people that are interested in these other sidebars could come check us out. And so we're going to get, get back a medium to, there too. We have mediums. Oh, oh don't even get me started. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We have, um, as a matter of fact, speaking of mediums, um, if you've lost somebody really important to you, mm-hmm. um, whether you're skeptical or not, and I, I absolutely believe in a healthy bit of skepticism, um, you have to have this experience for yourself to really fully understand its authenticity but we have what i consider one of the best mediums i've been since my mother passed away 27 years ago i've been 
involved in um, searching out mediums, seeing mm -hmm. mediums. Um, I've even been read by Thomas John. A lot of people know him as the seatbelt psychic. I did get a reading from him. So all of them, if, if they're in this area, I've had a reading. And um, so I've been able to pair up with Lauren Start um, out of uh, Anne Arundel County, and she's agreed to offer her time to come out and be kind of like the shop medium, which I'm really excited really? about. Yes, and she is um, amazing. I mean, I don't even know how that to That is it. too cool. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, and I know them all. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. I could go on about each and every, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> it really is. But, but anyway, so um, we're blessed and I'm, I'm grateful and thank you for allowing me. I know it's going to be a success. I mean, thank just, um, number one, the business model and number two, the smarts. Oh, because you. you, I mean, when you set your mind to something, yes, that's you me. go for it. Yes, but it's not only that you go for it; you make it a success. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's key. Because yeah. a lot of people will get will give up. No, you don't give up. No, I'm I'm actually mm. motivated by challenges. Yeah. Um, I have something on my mind. I, you know, that's one of the things about me I like a lot is that I'm self-motivated. Mm -hmm. And besides being self-motivated, I'm self-challenging. So I create goals for myself. And it's almost like I'm racing myself at a red light. It's like, oh, no, you're going to get ahead of me. You're going to get ahead of me. Um, you know, must have some Gemini, that dual personality in there somewhere. But that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I am adamant about there is no such thing as failure. Yeah. And if I hit these obstacles, they don't keep me down long. I just move on and find another way to do it. I'm already looking in the next year, which makes me a hard person to be married to. Now, my <laughs> husband, God love him, you know, he really does. And I do say this. We all laugh about it when the artists get together. The husbands of artists are a special breed. They really are. Um, you know, I brought, as a matter of fact, I brought my husband man flowers yesterday. And you huh? say, what are man flowers? I stopped at a liquor store. I had a special six-pack of Stella, three expensive scratch-offs, and some lottery tickets. And I walked in and handed him a bag. I said, here are your man flowers. Because he really does put up with a lot as far as moving stuff and doing for us. And, you know, these husbands, they, they deserve some. My, my wife doesn't bring me man flowers. Marja, we need some man flowers. <laughs> not, not the Stella, though. Grab me a right, good, there you go. A good craft beer. Thank you. Right, right. So... But, um, yeah, you have to do that periodically yeah. because he, he does, you know, some people, my motivation, my, I have this commitment to responsibility. I can't shake it. Um, you know, I have a, a, a very, what, what do I say about my day job? I have a, a very responsible <laughs> day job. Um, <clears throat> and I've always had three or four jobs at a time because I just don't like downtime. So yeah. my schedule right now, this is how my schedule works. I go to bed. I'm in bed at 8 o'clock at night, and depending on what time I fall asleep. I'm up anywhere between 3 a.m. Better not come knocking on the door right. at 9 o'clock okay. again. <laughs> look, look for my green dot on Facebook. I am up at 3 a.m. I clay before work two and a half hours every Monday through Friday. I get up and make stuff. I then shower, shave, shampoo, shoe shine, as my father would say. I get in the car. I'm at my desk at APG at 7.30. I work until... Four, I'm out the door. Any shopping I have to do on the way home, we come home, we eat dinner. We are in bed, not sleeping, but in bed, and then I'm doing my all of my paperwork and stuff till I fall asleep. And then weekends right now are show, but we also are caring, uh, providing um, an environment for our two-year-old granddaughter. When I lost my son, um, we took 
his girlfriend, his fiancée, um, Jasmine, and the five-month-old baby. And so we have a two-year-old in the house who is making life incredibly um, interesting. And so there's a lot going on. So kudos to my husband for, for being a wonderful human being. All this time that I, because I, I, hear, I hear John leave in the morning. Mm-hmm. All this time, I thought it was him getting up at 3. I didn't realize you were getting up at 3. I and- get up, I make the coffee, I'm in my craft room, and the reason I do that is because it's quiet. Right. Um, one of the things I need, I need one thing to create, and that's to be in my own head. And so in there, the, you need few distractions. Yes. Um, except for maybe um, reality TV. <laughs> I like the Discovery Channel. I like to learn how how the the criminal mind works while I'm creating. Some people do music. I do Discovery ID. So we all have our own thing. But um, but I would love for you to have us back sometime when Laura could be Whenever here, you or maybe to, some you of our that. artists. Or but again, you always have an open invitation. Thank you, you know thank you. Well, I do like to sit on the panel sometimes too. But you see how my schedule well, is. <laughs> was it ju- no? In May, you'll be back on. Is that with the Hartford um, Family House? No, that no, we already did that. Okay. Uh, Sheldon, they're going to be doing the concert again. Oh, for the opioid, opioid awareness. awareness. Absolutely. That's really something. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, definitely have, uh, I mean, that panel back on. And actually, we're trying to get some other people on. Cool. Um, that was that, fun. That. that was a good, I really, I learned something from that, which is so great. I did, you know? and that's I did. all these, it's like, I'm learning something yeah. every time. Yeah, well, keep this in mind. Anybody that's listening, um, you know, we are looking for benefactors, too. Um, We want to become a collection center. Mm -hmm. Um, We want to tie in with, you know, to support certain things. And we are only as good as our knowledge. So, you know, as people open up that knowledge base, then we're able to grow um, and and have those tentacles, you know, spread a little farther. Um, So I've been a part of the Hartford County community for since 2000. 11 I moved out here um, and I love it you know I'm a Dundalk girl um, I was born in Dundalk and then I lived in Columbia Maryland for middle uh, for elementary Frederick Maryland for middle and back oh, wow. to Dundalk for um, high school so I have roots I've been a part of Maryland my whole life um, and the interesting thing I just put up a post on my on the art to soul uh, Facebook page but my mother was a part of a co-op and that's part of what's driven me to do this as mm-hmm. far as the dream of owning a co-op it's been with me since i was about eight years old watching my mom my mom said i that i had adhd before that was a thing i guess really? mm-hmm. or and um the only thing that my mom said would keep me still was drawing or you know she was a potter was sitting right. beside her doing something creative so it's funny to see how things all come together in life. You yeah. know, if you if you are fortunate enough to live long enough and see how all the pe- puzzle pieces start to come together, there just really are no coincidences. So I believe those people out there listening now, there are probably some people hearing this today because there's some connection to me mm-hmm. for the future, whether it's an artist that wants to, you know, have their items in our shop or whether it's um, somebody in the community that has a connection for us to give back or whether it's someone that's been stricken with the opioid crisis and they need to get a pin or pendant. Um, and you're still doing that, right? I am absolutely okay. doing that. Um, we are going to be the exclusive retailer of the Open Hearts Project for Opioid Awareness. And how okay. that came to be, it's, oh, as a matter of fact, I'm doing an article. Um, I've been asked to write an article for Passion for Polymer magazine that will be coming out in September because it's the second anniversary right. of Chris's passing. 
Um, and that all came through my connection with a pediatric uh, cancer doctor named Do- uh, Dr. Ron Lahaki, um, who does polymer clay. And he really? started, yeah, he's been doing it for over 10 years. He's been hugely successful huh. at raising money for his cancer center in Louisville, Kentucky. I have one of his hearts. See, this is the thing that touches me is when somebody reaches out from yeah. one person to another with their talent and is able to do something. And to be able to have that platform, if Art to Soul and the Clay Monet gives me and us the ability to touch another life in some capacity, that is my journey, yeah. period. You know, um, what I do with my art, I think when you're given something, a blessing, um, it isn't yours to keep. It's yours to give away. And by giving it away, like it brings it back. And yeah. so I think that you, you know, I, I live my life in a manner for the next life. That's what I do. I mean, regardless of what one believes, it's um, acquiring things here kind of, you're not here to acquire. You're here to give away. Right. Um, whatever education, knowledge, whatever you have is designed to help somebody beside yourself. So if my tragedy is my gift in some manner to help somebody else, then it is not wasted. Right. So that's what we do. And I think that you you wait until those things find you. I don't think, I remember when Chris passed away, I was like, I know I need to do something. But you know what? I'm, I also know that I don't need to go looking for it. Right. It'll, It'll show you. itself. And I ended up in this competition, which I won. It was great. A Palmer Clay competition on Facebook. And that's how I met Dr. Ron. And uh, he had somehow, his, his he was going to be in the contest. His supplies got lost in the mail. And I ended up sending him a bunch, oh, of, bunch of free canes for him to use for his project. And we connected. And I said, hey, can I use your model for my opioid? And he was not only, can you, please? And then he sent me this heart. And it's just so sweet. So That is, <clears throat> how many people, because there are a lot of people that would say, oh, no, absolutely not. Right. He was but just, that's just, when it took yeah. off. For yeah. some reason, there's something about <clears throat> me. This has always been the way, and I, I can't put my finger on it, and I don't know why. But me being me, me just doing me, mm-hmm. tends to inspire people around me to do them. Meaning, oh, if she can do this, I can do this. Or, you know, I've just watched people that weren't creative when I met them or weren't actively working on their creativity, and then they get around me, and I'm, and all of a sudden, they're like they're motivated. And I right. love that. I love to see people motivated just... Well, you know, because you give off that never say never attitude. Hmm. Yeah, that that's what I always get from you. You you don't say never or or Mm-mm. that I can't do it. You, it's not even I don't even think that I can't. Right, and that's a lot of people don't realize it. But even if you don't say it, the vibe people can feel it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I mean, I'm I'm like yeah, spiritual wise as well. Yeah. I feel yeah, a lot yeah. of that stuff. Sure, and there are vibes that people. Oh, give off. Oh, your you energy do give off that vibe. and your aura. And yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Just like if you're standing by somebody, they don't need to say a word, but it, you, sometimes you can feel the negativity you know, coming off it's, of them. It's interesting that you say that because when we went through this, we mm-hmm. actually only turned one artist down. Um, we There was somebody that came out to the shop, and she was just incredibly negative and you know didn't it was like we were defending ourselves and 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 you don't want to be in that position no. this is about positivity this is about um you know we are so excited to work with all of the people they all give us something different 
every artist we met is inspiring in their own right. Yeah. And so if someone's going to come in and already have a bad attitude or already think something's impossible, don't I don't need the energy. It, yeah. It's not, it doesn't work with my energy. So let's not, let's not, you know. And it's weird because the, the power of positivity is strong. But neg- it seems like negativity can breed faster. I've I've seen that in the workplace. Look on Facebook. It's <laughs> true. It's absolutely true. Um, the one person can change a dynamic yes. for good or for bad, and for whatever reason, it must be easier, just naturally easier, to adopt a negative mm-hmm. vibe. Um, but everywhere I've ever worked, because this is me, this is totally who I am all the time. Everywhere I've ever worked, that's my thing. I come in happy. I'm a yeah. happy human being. Even in my darkest hour, I'm still grateful. I'm still, I, I, I never woe is me or I feel sorry for myself or whatever. I feel like this was my destiny. I was given this challenge for a reason. It isn't what, it's what I do with it. And there's always a way, there's always a silver lining. There's always something good to come from it. You may not see it right away. Um, but any place I've ever worked, I refuse the negativity and I turn the vibe. I have to. And I think that, okay, so... To, to wrap it up, my life-defining moment, I know when that is, and maybe a lot of people don't, but when my mother passed away, I was going to her viewing, and I was there, and I'm 25, 20, 25 years old, and I'm in complete shock. I'm just not digesting right. that I've lost my mom. I have small children, and I'm, I'm like, you know, she was she raised us, and it was the th- her, my sister, and I. And that is where my entire mentality changed because I was dealing with a lot of negative things in my life at the time Mm -hmm. and now she just died and when I saw all of these people come out I remember thinking we grew up poor that my mother had nothing that she had sacrificed everything to raise my sister and I all I ever saw was her sacrifice her giving her it was all about me and my sister and when she passed I remember being angry I was pissed off can I say that I was mad that life yeah (laughs) life had not served her well yeah what all she gave, all she did. How did how did this? She died of lung cancer. She was forty nine, pretty much destitute. You know, as far as mm-hmm. having very little. And when I saw the people, my mother was mine. I only knew her in my world. I didn't know her outside, outside of, of it. And when all of these people, people I didn't contact, showed up at her viewing, and were telling me these amazing stories mm-hmm. of how she touched their lives, I was like, that's it. That's what life is about. Life is about relationships. Life is about um, how you touch the life of another for good. That's it. Everything else, forget it. It isn't what you have. It isn't your education. It isn't your... you. It is what you've done with the time that you are here and how you've touched somebody in a positive way. And from the time I was 25, that has always been my focus, focus. That when I leave this earth, that everyone that knew me... Uh, now, with that being said... I have a lot of haters. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like me, too. And I think that... They're lost. No, it's a good thing. And I'm going to tell you why it's a good thing. I think if we all look at it this way, there's a lot of people that I won't agree with. There's a lot of people that are negative. I don't do them any better than they do me. And so there's somebody out there for everybody. And so there are those people that maybe maturity-wise or whatever need to exist in that space. And because I won't allow it in mine... Right, and, and that's fine. So I'm good. If if we don't if we don't meet eye to eye, I'm fine, and that's the way that it needs to be because we're on different paths, yeah. and that's the way I look at it. You know, I always say, and the most important thing: don't give your power away. 
You yeah. own your moment. You own the space that you're in. Don't allow somebody to come in and take it away from you. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. that's a decision. So with that being said, but anyway, so <laughs> I know I can, I can philosophy, spirituality, we could go, we could go on and on. You know how many podcasts we could do just together? Yeah, exactly. About exactly. Right, Thank right. God I changed this to weekly instead of the monthly. Because <laughs> there's so, and the thing yeah. is, it's just growing. More people want to come on and talk about this and that, and which is fine. So, yeah. All right. So cool. big opening is... May 7th, um, I'm sorry, Friday that is the 17th, and we have something going on that evening, but that's special. Um, May Saturday, May 18th, and Sunday, May 19th is the grand opening of Art to Soul Galleria. Um, it is a monthly um, destination marketplace and shopping experience, and we it's all handmade, all handmade. We don't carry any direct sales. We don't carry any um, anything art. that haven't been touched. Now we do do some upcycling, you know, but right. yeah, as far as our furniture displays and all. But come see us. Artsoulgalleria.com, and you'll be able to find the link on the show notes in the podcast, as well as on HartfordCountyLiving.com. Uh, thank you again, Teresa. And please, oh, God, come you. back. Talk to the artists. Let's yes, get them all let's on do it. So, Laura, table. I'm sorry, Laura couldn't be here. Laura Laird. Uh, magazine collage artist and partner in the Art to Soul Gallery. You can meet her in person yourselves at our opening. And even if you don't buy it, just go to look at Check the Check it stuff. out. Just come see. Enjoy the art. art. Absolutely. Uh, too many people don't do that. You need to get out there mm -hmm. and enjoy it. So, thank you, Rich. Thanks Rich again. All right. Uh, if anybody out there listening, if you want to be on the Hartford County Living Podcast, again, it is free to come on, and I encourage you to come on. Uh, business owners, organizations, even if you're not, if you just want to come on and talk about something tell your story we welcome that too uh contact us at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com or call 443-982-0250 uh look at that the weather has broken it's finally warm out and of course we have the rain what do you expect this is maryland but we also know that with that rain that means the grass grows and everything else and i'm going to tell you there's a service i use and they do an awesome job on my yard uh, they sit there, do the lawn mowing for me. They also do landscaping, mulching. They do a little bit of everything, and that's Green Machine Lawns. And Green Machine Lawns will come out and take care of you as well. Give them a call at 443-863-YARD. That's 443-863-YARD. Or go online to greenmachinelawns.com. Again, that is greenmachinelawns.com. And they'll get your yard looking better than everybody else's.